Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Find us online at pathtozion.com, Facebook, YouTube, um, wherever you browse the internet, you can find us there. Thank you for listening today. Hope you are doing well in your area of this earth and uh, that you are seeking the Lord while he may be found. Psalm chapter 40, verse 2. I waited patiently for Adonai until he turned toward me and heard my cry. I waited patiently for Adonai until he turned toward me and he heard my cry. I just want to talk about this verse for a few moments. And um, this morning I spent some time in our whiteboard teaching looking at this just for our verse for our family. And what struck me from the very beginning is the first two words, wait patiently. I waited patiently. And as I began to look at the original Hebrew text, it stood out to me right away that both waited and patiently are the same word. Now I'm no Hebrew scholar, but I know this doesn't happen with with great regularity. And it obviously got my attention right away. And there there is arguably, there are likely very many layers to this. And I don't know them all. And you are welcome to add to this, should you want to do so. Look into it yourself. I would encourage you to spend some time on it. But this word in Hebrew about waiting patiently, as I said, it's the same word. It is, I want to try to say it right, kava, Q-A-V-A-H. I believe I'm pronouncing it correctly. I didn't get a chance to listen to the audio sample this morning. Kava, kava. It says it two times, back to back. In the original text, that's how the author waited patiently. And what's really neat about this word specifically, and and I talk about this a lot, about how our age of Christianity, when it talks about waiting, we, in in our present understanding and what culture has just trained us to be, let's just be honest, is our... We're all ADD, all of us. We all have attention issues. Our our attention span is so minimal. Our ability to sit still, to be quiet, it's hard for us. We went camping, my family and I, we went um, away just for two nights. And the little bit that we did just, just completely sit still and do absolutely nothing outside, beside a campfire. I wouldn't say it was hard, but it's it's noticeably different. Now in our house, we're, we're considered by many to be strange. We don't have television. We don't watch movies. We don't have cable or internet or Netflix or, or pure flicks or, you know, 
Christian flicks and wholesome flicks and, <laughs> you know, whatever, you know, Christian versions of entertainment. I'm not here to bash that. I went through that 15 years ago. I get it. There's a proper place for that, to really critique it. I could still do that easily. But we in our culture, we are so inundated with information, entertainments, we rarely just sit in the quiet. Even us as as believers, followers of, of Yeshua, Jesus, we're probably in the most in most cases we're always listening to something. Even if it's sermons, watching YouTube videos, teachings, worship music, worship music, worship music, worship music. And we fill every little crack and crevice of our lives in regards to time with something going on. Something happening. And I would say it would do us all well to literally unplug. As I said, we've done that in great measure. We've lived in the city. We lived in metro Atlanta. We incrementally moved out as the Lord led us further and further out, away. We live out now. We live out in the country now. You know that if you listen to this broadcast or know us personally. We don't live in the city. Well, there's... It's not that I've always dreamt of being a farmer. (laughs) When I moved to where we are now, I said, I'll never do these things. I don't want animals. I don't want agriculture-based living. That's not me. That's not my thing. But in response to something on the inside, something deeper in me, beyond myself and my own personal preference, that's where we've landed. We've come out. And now I wish we were out even more. I wish we were out even more than we are now. Why? I have learned to value the disconnect. I'm not I'm not inundated by the world. That doesn't mean I'm completely free, exempt, and and untainted by the world. No, I, I I'm still very much in it. Still very much in it. More than I wish I were. But in our busyness, in our distractions, in our entertainments, in our constant noise and clamoring, are we waiting patiently? Well, what does this word mean, this kava? Because if it's in there twice, I'm assuming probably something we should look at really meditate upon and understand and apply to our lives. It means to wait, to look eagerly for. I like this one here. To linger in expectation. And let me just ask you this. Some people do this that I know. Sometimes I do it awesome and sometimes I really struggle. Linger with expectation. Excuse me, expectation. How often do you linger in the presence of Yahweh God in expectation that He will speak? That He will incline His ear to you, which is what we're going to get to in a minute. This 
Kava. 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 I will wait for you, Adonai. I will look eagerly for you. I will linger in expectation. Linger is not a word we hear very often, is it? People don't really linger anymore. (laughs) In this era that we live in, you don't really linger anywhere. You move, and then you move more, and you keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. We rarely stop, which is, you know, we can just interject briefly and, and... in a mere couple of seconds and we'll move right back on but this is why the sabbath rest understanding is necessary for humanity resting lingering listening waiting upon looking for we need to be a people who practice how to linger and eagerly wait upon the lord kava and, and lastly, I found as I, as I followed this trail of, of this, this kava, it was also understood to be connected with binding together, collecting, like a, like a rope of, of items being bound together and intertwined, connected. And I thought that was interesting because when you, when you put those together, we are, we are waiting eagerly and longing and lingering in a posture of heart, of expectation to what? To be bound together with Adonai. He's coming. He's going to come. I'm going to wait. I'm going to expect. I'm going to anticipate his, his turning his face to me, inclining his ear to me, and we will be bound together like a rope intertwined together he will come i will seek him what while he may be found which means what i'm going to find him i'm going to draw near to him and he's going to draw near to me i understand these biblical patterns and truths and apply them to my life turn towards me or inclined is equally cool it's 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 a it's a, it's a cool understanding as well. As we consider the Elohim of Elohims, the God of all gods, Creator Yahweh. All of His incredible ways that He is. This God of all gods, when I kava kava, when I wait patiently upon Him in expectation, He will bow himself low again if we look at the original text and its meaning he will bow himself low and extend himself to me to me (laughs) the god of all gods will bow himself low and extend himself to me incredible as i wait patiently upon him and then, the last part of this verse, as, we're, as we are told, that we will wait upon the Lord until He turns towards me and hears my cry. He hearkens and gives ear, attentive ear, 
to the utterance out of my mouth. Do we understand these principles within the eternal word of God? And then if we do, if in fact we do, if we literally take the time to think about these things, to study to show ourselves approved, and then walk in that truth, I mean walk it out, live it. It makes no it makes no difference in our lives if we do not live these things and thereby do them. We have to do these things. We have to live our lives moment by moment as if Psalm chapter 40 verse 2 is written for me. And say, may this be true for me. I will do this. I will do this. Me. I will wait patiently upon the Lord. Expectant. I will linger. I will wait and look eagerly for the Lord. Why? Because I'm thoroughly convinced that he will then come and incline his ear. He will extend himself to me. He has told me that this is what he will do. And not just that. I see pattern after pattern after pattern in the word of God of him doing that with mere men. And so you know what? I dare to believe that I'm no different. I'm no different. In that sense, I'm no different than David. I'm no different than the prophets of old. I'm no different than than Abraham. I'm no different. Why? Because God is the same today, yesterday, tomorrow, next week, one million years from now, He is unchanging. And so if He says that He will do something, He will do it, period. The only part of the equation that's lacking is us, me. He is faithful, he is true, he is right, he is good, he is perfect in every single way. His covenants, his promises are yes and amen every single time. He is unchanging. And so as we meditate on who we are, what we are to do, may we do our part, yes and amen, but full of faith, full of faith, full of hopeful expectation that the perfect, the perfect Adonai, the God of all gods, he will absolutely do his end of this equation. No, no wondering no second guessing. No, well, I hope I hope that I hope you do what you said, God. I don't hear you. I don't sense you close. It doesn't seem like you're listening. Man, well, I'm telling you, we've got to we've got to we've got to take hold of these things that are in our minds. These questions. I am I am not saying in any way we do not commune with the Father and ask him hard questions. I have 
numbers of times in my life I have said from a pure heart in a clean place, God, are you hearing me? Are you hearing me, Father? Would you show me you're listening? Would you show me you're near? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. God is not threatened by our questioning from a place of truly crying out to Him to be our help, to be our strength. I think that God is near to these men. I think God is near to those who are willing to cry out from a true place of, God, I need to hear you. Father, I need to hear your voice. But we equally in faith are crying out, crying out, crying out. Hear our cry, God. Hear us. I'm here. I'm here. I'm full of faith. I will listen. I will wait. I will quiet myself. What? I will linger, and I will linger, and I will linger. And here's the challenge that we're going to end today, and it's going to be brief. We need to be careful we're not a people of doubt, of fear, of wrongly questioning God, and even in an accusatory way, lifting our hand and saying, you're not near, you're not listening. That's what I feel is a good, a good word of caution for any one of us today. As we seek the counsel of the Most High and wait for what we deem as answers to questions, solutions, relief, a respite from, from tough, tough seasons. You know, I was talking with someone um, just a couple days ago and, and they're in a hard circumstance, their family is. Just the press, man, the heavy hand of God, a press. And, and I told her, I said, you know, I used to be somebody, you know, man, forever ago now, who was like, God doesn't want you to have to go through that, friend. God doesn't want you to have to suffer like that. And you know what? No, I'm not that way anymore. <laughs> That's just not true. That's not true. There are no cartwheels to be had, and yippee, yay for Jesus, for the Christ man, for the one who's really walking in the way of the Messiah, denying himself, losing his life for the sake of Messiah. Man, we've got to we've got to be settled, we've got to be secure. We've got to be locked in, fully committed to say, "You know what? I'm going to do what this verse says. I will wait patiently until you hear me, God." Until you turn your face to me and hear my cry. Let's be settled today. Let's be settled today. Whatever it is that, that you need this truth to be added to your life, search your heart. And if you don't know, ask the Father to search your heart and show you because you may not even realize that you are not lingering in anticipation, waiting upon the word of the Lord, waiting for confirmation that he, in fact, hears your cry. You may not even know. Why? busy busy man busy doing ministry busy being a good christian businessman busy being this that and the other we need to quiet ourselves linger in the presence of the father ask him to search us to know us to try us to see if there's any wicked way in us and what eagerly anticipate 
him turning himself to us, extending himself to us, bowed down low, and hearing our cry with an attentive ear because he is the perfect, perfect father. You've been listening to the Path to Zion podcast. Find us online 24-7 at pathtozion.com. On YouTube, we've got some teaching videos on there. New ones coming hopefully soon, maybe one day. My goodness. Send us an email, Podcast at gmail.com. If you would like to connect, if you would like to talk, if you want to communicate by phone, face-to-face, we will try our best to come to where you are. We want to pray with you, encourage you help you in any way get from point A to point B in your journey, in your walk. We believe thoroughly that we are here. We exist now in bodies of flesh and bone with redeemed insides, (laughs) regenerated men, born again men. We exist to perpetuate the kingdom of God here and now on the earth as we pursue the ancient way and redeem what has been forsaken. It will take the rest of our lives and then some to do so. Plenty to do. Won't you join us along this journey of rediscovering the ancient way? Amen.